Welcome to LoveWise Relationship Radio, bringing you love stories, advice, and open conversations for finding and nurturing true and lasting love. More wisdom at TrishaBennett.com. I'm Trisha Bennett, a couples and family therapist in practice for over 30 years. On behalf of myself, my co-hosts, and all of our guests, welcome and enjoy. We design programs for single women who want to be happily, successfully married, and married women who want to stay that way. Amanda is our special guest today. So what is your best advice for women who are single and still on the journey to finding the right person? I found that book Trisha, that you lent me, which I probably still have. It's Alison Armstrong. Alison Armstrong. So she talks about these four ideas around what what really makes a man want to be in a relationship. Mm. And I found them to be very profound for me, and I had to do a lot of work in thinking about them. So the first one was confidence. Mm-hmm. The second one... Uh, I, I may mess up the order, but the second one was authenticity. The third one was um, being passionate about about something, and then the fourth one was being able to be receptive and receive. Yep. So, th- so that book, whatever book that was, was very powerful for me. So, you know, having been on your journey and really looking at yourself and how you had been doing relationships in the past and looking at what you had to learn and maybe even unlearn in order to move forward, what is your best advice for women who are still single and wanting to be married? This is such a hard question for me. Best advice. I feel like the best advice that I could share would be to just be very clear about, you know, what it is that you are looking for, to really be, to be clear about it. And even if it's not, it can just be like a feeling or a sense, even better if it's like what we were talking about before, like to see it, to like see those relationships that you want in real life, to really be able to visualize that, I think is really helpful. And also just to do the things that make you happy to you know live to occupy your not occupy your time but fill your life with things that are fulfilling and bring you joy and happiness so that you're bringing a happy person into the world yeah and you always talked about like shining your light being the brightest self that you can be and shining that light out there so that you can so that he can find you so that you can that he will find you if you're shining your light and being you. So true. Beautiful. So true. And I would just add to that, you know, we re- we're repetitive a lot because we feel like, well, I know I had to hear things over and over and over again before they really landed. And so I, at the risk of being repetitive, I'm just going to say that it's always a really good idea to consider the source of your love life advice. And make sure that when you're asking people to support you, that you ask people who have what you want. Mm. That you're not asking a lot of single women who are unhappy or women who are unhappily divorced 
to give you advice. It's also really important if you haven't had a lot of success in relationships to make sure that you do have some women to support you because I think sometimes help redefining who we are and what we want. We don't see ourselves as the shining, gorgeous, you know, wonderful women that we are. We need other women to help reflect that back to us so that we don't settle. Mm-hmm. Good point, and, and that's a good segue into, did you have many women, Amanda, who who were your mentors or role models? I know you said you'd see the couples. Were there any women along your path who supported you in getting married? I found the name of that book, by the way. It's Making Sense of Men. Yes. <laughs> I love that book. It's a wonderful book. Yeah, A I Woman really... to a Lifetime of Love, Care, and Attention from All Men by Alison Armstrong, and the copyright is 2008. And in that book, they talk about shiny hair and fit body will attract a man who wants to have sex with you, but that doesn't actually you know, make them want to love you and cherish you and be in a relationship with you. There you go. I found that to be very profound. I have a lot of friends, and I've got a lot of really close female friends, and I think that my journey with my peers has been a journey where we're, we're both, whoever I'm talking to, it's like we're, we're sort of sharing and talking about what's working and the challenges in the relationship and when I was looking out towards actual, rela- like, the relationships that I was wanting, I was definitely looking at my, like a different, an older generation of married couples. But for sure, my, my close girlfriends were, they were really supportive, especially around my dysfunctional relationships and all of that. But I think as I found my husband, I didn't care so much about what they thought, and I just knew. Like, I I think some of them were a little shocked when I announced that I had found my husband. In the past, if they had questioned me, I may have gotten defensive or mad, but I didn't care if they, you know, they could express their opinions, but it didn't matter to me because I was very clear about what I was doing because it felt it felt right. Now, do any of your single friends see you differently now? Do they ask for your advice or are you a mentor now to single women because of your journey? I don't think that I am. I would say probably with my own peers that that isn't so much. Um, I think it's, I think it was maybe shocking for some of the single women to see that I was able to find a husband and be so incredibly happily married that it's very, it can, actually can be in, I can't speak for them, but I think they've shared with me that it's inspiring to see that I was that I am so happy. Yeah. Um, but I think in the work that I do, the work that I've done within myself has been really helpful in working with women who are single and unhappy and looking for ways to bring more joy into their life. If that and if that includes a partner, then fabulous. So you know what I think, Amanda? I think you should keep that book. Because I think it got you married, so you should always have it on your bookshelf. Yeah. And I'll order another copy. (laughs) I tell people about that book all the time. I I, I tell my single friends, I tell my clients, I tell everybody about that book. So keep it on your bookshelf. And you know what? The funny thing was, um, the hardest one for me to remember was the receptivity one. So that was the hardest one for me. 
was learning to receive the the gifts that my husband does give me. Like when he, if he opens the door, if he leaves the light on at night when I come home late, or if he has cooked something, like to to be thankful. And if it's not the way that I 100% would have liked it, to still receive the gift. Yeah. Um, and to know that you didn't have to do it. Yeah. And you know when yeah. when I'm when I listen to I mean I smile. First of all, you have the most beautiful melodious voice, doesn't she? She yeah. just has the sweetest Thank you. sweetest voice. And the cool part was that you were open to receiving the wisdom and knowledge that Trisha brought in the workshop. Like so you had your receptivity that gift of receptivity wow. was there because you absorbed the knowledge from Trisha and yeah. That piece, for myself, I, I see that that's really hard for a lot of us women to receive gifts from others. Mm-hmm. So you took that knowledge and received the gifts that Trisha offered in the workshop, which then got you ready and open to receiving the love from your husband. Yeah. So you practice pumping that muscle, which I know for so many women, it's a difficult one to even admit you need help, right? I think... To Trisha and I have been talking about that today. It's like, why is it so hard to say, this is where I need help. I don't know how to get married. You know, I'm struggling. Like, what? Or like, what is it? But you broke through that barrier. And I, I do feel like it was because I, I had exhausted all other options within my own brain of how to be in a healthy, fabulous, loving relationship. Yeah. I, I was clearly had used all the resources that I had known and they had gotten me into relationships that were not bringing me as much joy as I would have liked. Yeah, excellent point because that's that's what I tended to do as well. And just recently I had an aha moment, which was I kept talking to myself about the problems I wanted to solve and I kept getting the worst outcomes. And it wasn't until I reached out and asked for help that's when I'm starting to see all of my dreams are starting to come true because I put my ego on the shelf. Yeah. And I stopped realizing that I I started to realize I don't have to solve all this stuff myself. Yeah. So that's a, that's a gift to everybody who's listening is to take that advice and if you haven't gotten the outcome that you'd like to have gotten in a relationship – Stop and ask for help. That's reminding me of did I did have a peer who was married, who I sought out and and we jokingly she uh, we jokingly talked about her being my like my coach, and so I would ask her questions about her and her husband and I can't remember specifically what the questions were, but I know that I definitely was reaching out to her and just questions that maybe felt silly but were so helpful to hear, like just very innocent little questions, and I wish I could think of an example. No, that's great. You know, one of the things Heidi and I were talking about earlier today is don't skip over anything. Mm -hmm. You know, no matter how silly you feel, or if you don't know the answer, ask for help. Yeah, awesome. That's like the million-dollar bing, bing, bing. That's the bonus today. (laughs) So is there anything else that you want to share about Happily, blissfully married you are or anything like that? Well, um, I was listening to NPR today and they were talking about how the first year of marriage is is often the hardest. And that struck me because 
that's pretty exciting if the first year of marriage is the hardest. That would make me really happy because I tend to be feeling like I'm still completely in bliss, marital bliss, which is not to say that we don't have our disagreements, but it's truly wonderful to find somebody who is so kind and loving and perfectly matched for you. Perfectly matched. And, and you know, when when I say, oh, we just had an argument, he says, we were just having a discussion, and I'm like, wow, it was just a discussion. Like, it's just so wonderful. I feel like he defuses me, and he, it's just, yeah, it feels like a perfect match for me. I remember you saying that one of your biggest concerns was your powerful energy and arguing or debating or raising your voice, and to have a man who doesn't even notice that. Right. Thinks like, it's cute. Like what you thought your worst, like your worst character defect in relationship, he doesn't even notice. Right, exactly. It's truly a miracle. Yeah, mm. right. So just to let you know, I've been married for five years, and I've been with my husband for eight years, and I'm still in the blissful state. Wow. We don't have bad days. We rarely argue about anything. Nothing is really important enough to argue about. Where we get along, there's no reason in my mind why every person can't find the right person. Right. It, it's just a law of physics. And I'm right around the corner. I'm praying. My my perfect mate is out there. I know he is. Yeah. I've, I've kissed too many frogs, and I love these podcasts because I learn from you, Amanda, from all the married women who come on on their journey to really hone in on these various things that, as you said, like the, I'm going to bring confidence and as you were sharing your authenticity and receptivity, the different things that you shared about Alison Armstrong, I took copious notes because I need that in order to find the perfect man for me. So so yeah. thank you for what you shared. You're welcome. It's a gift. Thank and you. you want to tell us um, how old you are and how old your husband is? I am 38 and he is 42. Perfect, Amanda. Oh, my goodness. And for those women who are considering doing the June workshop, what advice would you have for those women who are perhaps on the fence? We have a workshop coming up at the end of the month, and some women say, I don't know if I should do it. What advice would you give to those women who perhaps might be on the fence? Well, I would say, like at least for me, I was really ready. I think a couple workshops went by, and I had to watch them go by and it, I just needed to feel really ready for it. And so if this workshop isn't the right fit, then the next time it's offered, it may be the time to, to go. Like It's just something about needing to feel really ready, ready to actually make some changes. Right. That, for me, was, I think, incredibly profound. Terrific. I like to say you need to be like a piece of fruit that's ready to fall off the tree. Yeah. yeah. A juicy peach is my favorite. Yeah. And yeah. if you're not there and you're still hanging on to the tree, <laughs> you're not ready. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Amanda. I love you, and I'm happy that you're so happy. Thank yes. you. Thank you so much for everything that you guys are doing. You're sure an inspiration. Thing. You're an inspiration to me and to all the listeners. And, Trisha, she's smiling from ear to ear knowing that you are incredibly blissful in your marriage. It's a good thing. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for this episode. We'd just like to let you know that our goal is to make this podcast available to every woman anywhere in the world. We'd love for you to think about your world and the women in it and to know that inviting other women to join you here will not only change their lives, but yours as well. We thank you for joining the conversation and hope that you've been inspired. For access to more about our programs and publications, please visit trishabennett.com. If you're a married woman with a great love story that you'd like to share here, please let us know by messaging us at our contact page. Until next time, thanks for listening. And we wish you love.